There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy on fishingbooker.com and experience the magic of the Sunshine State or any other destination on your fishing bucket list. Book a blue water adventure in search of sailfish or go snapper fishing with the kids. With over 6,000 captains and trips to choose from, planning your next one just got a whole lot easier. Download the Fishing Booker app on the Google Play or App Store or visit them online at fishingbooker.com to book your trip today. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit markethouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. Hey, I'm Willie. I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Eric. And you're listening to... The Willie Whistlers Podcast. <laughs> What's happening, everybody? We are just working on our whistles around here at the Elements, <laughs> up here in the lounge. What do we call this area, Tyler? Mm, the loft? The hunting room? I don't know. I feel like the loft is kind of like <clears throat> a a cheesy youth uh, minister type, like, come hang out on Wednesdays at the loft. <laughs> hey, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. got his foosball table. <laughs> but uh, uh, we... It's also like an apartment complex in like every downtown area. That is true. The lofts, usually it's plural, mm. right? The lofts. I, think, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. like the singular version of uh, it. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, but Tyler Casey and Eric Willies are up here uh, doing some whistling, talking a little bit about some hunting. Uh, these boys have been out doing some public hunting all over the country. Uh, Eric and I are fixing to head out and do some public hunting elsewhere in the country, and it's going to be a good time. Uh, I've been doing some private hunting here in the old East Texas. Hunting for privates? Hunting privates, yeah. It's been a good time. Uh, but... Uh, I got real close to killing some deer. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, <clears throat> hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, we've had a very merry Thanksgiving around here. I'm jolly with my big belly right now. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to eat anything for lunch today. Mm. And then Tyler's wife made macaroni and cheese. And then one of his kids didn't finish their mac and cheese. And I could not <laughs> let it go to waste. So I ate it. And here we are. Uh, but <clears throat> no, nah, things are going good. Fellas, how do you all feel? Eric, how do you feel? I feel refreshed. I'm ready Good. to go. He's got that refreshness. Dude, Eric is like, <laughs> he, it's the energized he was money. texting me. He's like, hey, are you hunting tonight? And I was like, dude, you just need to, you need to relax, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't answer these questions. <laughs> like, hey, can, can I go with you? It's like, dude, you need to sleep or something, <clears throat> man. Goodness gracious. Um, but mm-hmm. um, I hear y'all had a fun trip. Mm-hmm. Are you asking Eric? <laughs> 
Uh, it really is actually a statement, but I chose to put a question mark at the end of it or inflect. Is that uh, question inflection? Yeah, question inflection. <laughs> Projection. I, I had fun. I don't know if Tyler. That's did. good. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I it looked like um, that. Uh, Tyler's Miserable. lacrosse boots were barely tall enough, so them titty wees that our uh, cameraman was wearing, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they might be he in, got wet. in the wet. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't know. I think it's. I don't know. I don't know if they're actually any different. I just think I walk different. What the height? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought those look short. Y'all put them next to each I think they're just a hair. I think you'd think that by the way he walks, but I walk different. You do walk different, that's for sure. <laughs> Ty, I saw Tyler in grocery store the other day, and he had his Nebraska walk going for sure. <laughs> Getting after it. Y'all all know what we're talking about, all right? On the way, so I was creeping. I was on the phone. Tyler pulls up to the grocery store. Uh, sells some unmentionables in the parking lot to somebody <laughs> and then <laughs> goes in and <clears throat> there are these people ringing this bell by this red pot and y'all all know not nobody. an unmentionable pot but an <laughs> yeah, unmentionable, right, pot. unmentionable pot <laughs> trying to get donations <clears throat> so that uh two cents off of every dollar can actually go to somebody who needs it and um <laughs> Tyler was straight up on his toes getting in there mm. past those folks. And I was too. I, I found somebody in the parking lot I knew and tried to act like I was doing a conversation on the way in. So I'd right, see you as soon as we got yeah. to the door. That way I didn't have to get asked if for you, If you walk weird enough, people don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you find another weird walker. <clears throat> because true. you know in Raines County, yeah. they every once in a while they end up walking together down mm. the street. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the guy in Point? That's riding the little hover scooter thing around. No, hadn't been to point in a minute. Mm, I go every Sunday and Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. And believe me, it's always something. Yeah. Uh, you remember, like, every Christmas, these are kind of a thing, right? Like, people are like, I don't know what to get my grandkids. What's this, the newest, you know, Chinese thing that I can get them? <laughs> and it's those little two-wheeled little hovercraft things. They're like a, they have a, uh, not a pendulum, what am I trying <clears> to say <throat> inside of them? A, uh. Um, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Oh, goodness. It has to do with gravity. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, somebody's screaming right now. <laughs> I am too in my head. Anyways, there are oh, two it's wheels. Not a pendulum. And you stand on them and they go, right? And you lean forward to make them go faster. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There's a guy. Hoverboard. Huh, yeah. yeah. There's a guy in point that has one and it's light up. And he's mm. been driving around out in the four way stop with this thing. <laughs> and then the other day, Cassie and I were leaving church and this guy is doing it. The same thing, but he's holding a bicycle, but he's on his hoverboard, and he's driving his bicycle (laughs) on his little hoverboard. Hold up, dude. So there ain't a cop there managing this guy? If you care to commit crimes, Point Place, Point Texas is a place to do it right now because I can guarantee you roll that stoplight, there will be a cop on your butt quick. They fired everybody Um, and are having to like rent a cop from the city, and they don't always get one. That's interesting. Yeah. So I'm we definitely have, rolling that stuff. Yeah, for real. Um, Take my chances. You know, probably the highest per capita crack house in it's the, the state. capital of Texas. Yeah, and we don't have police. That's there. like an official title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and you know what else? There's no police there. Crime hasn't even gone up. Defund them. Take that for what it's worth. <laughs> All right, guys. Defund you em. think about that for a second. I mean, right. it couldn't go up much. It couldn't go up. It's kind of like your boy. Oh, so what good, they, what good were they doing when they're there? Writing you tickets when you roll through the stop sign? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of instead of cracking down on the crack. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Back to <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is not the Libertarian podcast. This is actually <laughs> the Element podcast. Uh, um, so 
to go with how stupid that is, we're going to talk about some other stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. Are y'all ready? This is um, a stupid stuff podcast right here. That's what we're doing um, today. There is this thought that I came up with the other day, and we've probably talked about it quite a bit, but I thought we should probably project it onto a uh, audio projection here, mm-hmm. uh, that if you whitetail hunt enough, especially on public land, you end up sitting in some stupid spots. Would yeah. you agree? Yes. Would you agree? Mm-hmm. I can yeah. say recently. Um, <clears throat> sometimes you sit in a stupid spot because it's like your last option. Sometimes you sit in a stupid spot because you thought it was a not stupid spot until you sit there and you're like, oh, this is stupid because it didn't see any deer. <laughs> but the one that we're really going to talk about is <clears throat> sometimes you sit up in stupid <clears throat> spots somewhat out of desperation and crazy brainstorming. Okay. And a lot of times those don't pan out. Sometimes they do, and that's what's interesting, and I think that's just kind of a thing that I wanted to table and have us talk about a little bit, because I'm going to take an example um, from Kansas, and we'll talk about it a little bit. Eric and I hunted a um, stupid spot. We, uh, on this piece of public, there's an old homestead there, a house, you know, and there's still a barn people use and stuff, and there is a, uh, it's all public, right, but there's a, um, a shelter belt of trees right there, right on the edge of this yard, pretty much, right on the public land. And there were scrapes all over these trees. And we set up a camera on it, and sure enough, um, every buck that we wanted to shoot or did shoot was on that camera. Both the deer that you and I shot in Kansas showed up on that camera, along with the giant that I had been chasing and some other really good deer, too. Mostly night pigs. Mostly night pigs, but some... The, the giant that you were chasing, was there was a evening, in shooting light. Yeah, in shooting light evening picture mm-hmm. there. So it's about day five of chasing this deer around, and I'm like, you know what? What the heck? Let's go set up in that shelter belt, all or nothing. If he comes in, we'll shoot him at the, in the chest at 12 yards, and if he doesn't, then we just wasted an evening. Guess what we did? Wasted, wasted an evening. evening. But you know, we we tested the method, and you know, this is the weird thing too about. Um, there's kind of two methods to public land hunting. There's the jump around and hunt a different spot every day and try to figure them out, and then there's the I'm going to sit this same thing until it works. Those guys kill a deer almost every year. Yeah, um, we kill on average more than one deer a year. But we have a lot of frustration too. Yeah. Uh, so you know, it's kind of, we we kind of try to do different different thing. But for the average guy, the sitting in one spot thing kind of makes sense. Yes. Yeah, because you'll, you'll it'll work sooner or later, especially in the rut. And I think uh, to kind of get back to the specific stupid scenario that Eric and I put ourselves in there, if we would have set that on good winds, ten hunts. Pretty decent chance we shoot a deer. There's like three scrapes right there, too. Oh, wasn't dude, there? there was like seven or yeah, eight. Yeah, but three big, big ones, ones, like yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, there was, uh, if you'd have been sitting there the whole trip, you would have shot that deer yeah. one evening. I mean, Doesn't so. that infuriate you? Yeah. It's like <clears throat> it gets down deep into you, and yeah. you're like, man, do I even know how to hunt? Yeah. You know, because it's like, <clears throat> I could just. Have patience, sit there, and kill this deer. Yeah. Or you could have patience, sit there for eight days and not see him. Let me tell you about... <laughs> we can go back and forth here a little bit. Yeah. Let me tell you about a little uh, stupid spot that I hunted one mm-hmm. time. It was uh, Iowa in 2019, and I was 
it was like day 11 of my actual hunt time there, but it was like day four of my second trip. Mm -hmm. And, um, I had just gotten busted by a deer at like five yards that came straight to my tree on a hit on a hill. And my camera fell. If you, you might have seen this, so you might be telling you old news here, but if you haven't, you can watch the video. It's a uh, Iowa public land buck from 2019. It's really cool footage. And, um, anyway, but I, uh, the video before that I had a buck killed. I mean, like if I wasn't videoing i'd have killed him at 20 yards broadside well he turns at 20 walks right to me right after my camera fell you know nose down and i had to put it back up and then he walks like five sees my steps follows them up with his vision to me and then runs off and i was just like i was down in the dumps man we'd had some close close calls on the mm-hmm. trip this is and, second trip to iowa it's yeah. after you and i went up there had a wreck in your truck and yeah all kinds of stuff yeah, yeah. and so and i actually on this trip i left with a dollar 67 in my bank account i believe it was <laughs> And I had some, I had played a gig, so I had like $200 in cash or something like that to get me, uh, some gas, you know, and was hoping that my wife would get paid in the next week or so. And so like, I'm pretty like desperate at this point, right? I'm sleeping in my truck. I'm not sleeping well. Um, and, um, it's supposed to rain. And so I, uh, I guess my wife did get paid. We ended, I ended up getting a hotel room one night and, um, slept in the hotel room, got a decent sleep. And I knew that it was going to rain that next morning and it was going to quit right about daylight. So I was going to go in after daylight and sit like 80 yards at, you know, from the road. And so if you think about it, it's pretty stupid. 80 yeah. yards from the road, not getting up early and going, yeah. Setting yeah. up in the daylight and shooting light, you know, just right after, but still it was in shooting light. I'm setting up. I like to get in there early. You do. And, um, shoot 40 minutes, after I set up, probably <laughs> the dirt bike comes. <laughs> it sounds just like a dirt bike. Thought it was a dirt bike, but yeah, I shot a big old buck. You know, it was one of those stupid spots that um, ended up <laughs> sorry <Eric. laughs> not being so so stupid. So yeah, you know, that that's the thing that can happen, right? It is, and that's that's uh, kind of the concept of like <clears throat> uh, almost every spot is stupid until it works. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, when you think about it. I mean, dude, if you haven't been there, mm-hmm. I mean, how do you know that it's not stupid? You know what I mean? And, like, that's the thing. Is so, like, you know, there's some places on private that guys are thinking about right now that are dang near bulletproof, you know, and it's not a stupid spot. They've killed 14 deer there over the last, yeah. you know, 15 years or whatever. But yeah. There's guys out there that kind of <clears throat> have those traditional spots, you know. And but if you're running and gunning, like, like you said, you're going to feel dumb a lot. Mm-hmm. I felt dumb so much this week, dude. Oh, oh. and... It's like you're you can go into those situations and you can like you seen that meme where it's the guy off of Sony in Philadelphia and he's got all these things connected yeah. on the wall, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Charlie. And you've done all this stuff. See Eric and he knows, right? <laughs> yeah. But I just know the meme. But um he's like done all the conspiracy theory stuff to like, oh, this is why it works. And you go in there feeling so good about this dumb idea and then you don't see a deer and you're like, Oh, that was so stupid, I'm never doing it yeah. again. And then you start to realize you start what you had going was you thought all these things played into it being a good spot, so mm-hmm. you set up there, and then when you don't see deer, you say, oh, yeah, there's this, 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 and this, exactly. and now I'm an idiot. Yeah. You know, I'm stupid now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and you can even do it where you think a spot is a good sit, not just talking your in- yourself into it. It's like, oh, we've had good sits here for forever, and then you sit there, and you don't see any deer, and you're like, oh, yeah, the moon's this, or the wind's this, or 
the food changed or yeah. whatever it might be, and then you realize why it's bad. Yeah. Let me tell you about another dumb, uh, stupid spot I sat one time um, at our old friendly fa- uh, friendly place there, and uh, we were hunting. I was hunting the shelter belt, mm-hmm. and um, we we're hunting a uh, north wind. And it's cold. Mm-hmm. And I want to sit and look at this cornfield mm-hmm. because I can get shots out there, right? And it makes sense that a deer would travel down the down the edge of the field there, not really like mm. in the shelter uh, belt thickness, yeah. right? And we're hunting this deer called kickers that just, you know, deer with dual kickers on his G2s mm-hmm. or whatever. We just called them kickers. And we had seen them on trail camera. Well, what does he do? He comes right down the, the, the east and west, you know, shelter belt. 30 yards behind me. Can't get a shot to him. He, I literally called him into like 20 yards, still couldn't get a shot to him because I set up on the north side on a north wind. Mm-hmm. Should have been south side or at least in the middle. But you, you're like, I'm thinking like, oh, well, this is the edge, you know, and there's yeah. corn here. He's going to show up here. But then you see the deer do the thing and you're like, I'm an idiot. Yeah, what was I, I do doing? That, you know, yeah. it's just so dumb. There's just, yeah, there's so many times I can think of over the last several years where it's just like, you and I, you know, what's fun to us is scheming and mm-hmm. running around trying to make things work, right? For like three days. Yeah. After that, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I want it to work. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. That's that's right. But, yeah. you know, that's that's what we end up doing. So we end up sitting in a lot of stupid spots, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to think well, of other ones. I know there's several there's, this week. I'm sure there's a ton. Um, desperation forces you into stupid spots sometimes, and sometimes you mm-hmm. learn from that. Um, but uh, I think that... Um, one thing that we try to do on these out-of-state trips is maximize uh, our time and efficiency. And we tend to not buy into the like whole mile back in there thing very often unless we feel like it's necessary. Y'all did some of that this week. We'll get into that mm, yeah. in a second. But um, one of the reasons we end up sitting in stupid spots sometimes is because we're trying to outsmart the deer and the hunters as opposed to just outwork them, which we do that pretty often too. Um not saying we're the baddest dudes around by any means, but you know, sometimes you just got to be tough when you're dumb. And I'm, you know, fairly had, dumb. I, I hadn't passed a test in a fairly while. Fairly dumb. I took very many, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, no. but uh, yeah. So um, <clears throat> whenever you're doing that whole like, well, uh, let me just hop in here right quick. Sometimes it pays off gloriously, and other times it doesn't at all. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. That's yeah. kind of my my take on it. Well, I mean, you know. It just yeah, you're you're a hundred percent right, man. And you know, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing because like especially in the rut, mm-hmm. like dumb spots can get good oh, real quick. Yeah, they can get real know? good real quick. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you can just figure out a few things that you're like, oh, actually, when you look at it, like you zoom way out on Onyx, and it, you know, you can kind of see the big picture or whatever. You know, yeah. like, oh, this place is awesome, even though it's tiny. Yeah, or whatever. Or like my property. I've been sitting in a dumb spot all week, but I can't talk myself into doing anything else because that's the only place I've ever had good hunts on the whole place. Is yeah. my property sets up? It's about two thirds, um, you know, outside where the house is. About two thirds native grass, kind of brush stuff, and then about a third timber. Last year, I hunted the timber a bunch and didn't have very good hunts at all. And this year, I've been hunting in this one pine tree that you've both been in, in the big middle of the property. That's like the only tall tree. And I got corn at the base of it. You know, don't get me wrong, but like, even when I didn't have corn there, um, it didn't matter. Like that, you could have good hunts sitting there. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, this is a hundred yards from my back door. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is kind of dumb. Yeah, these deer 
aren't going to come over here. And what there's trails all around that thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I almost shot a giant six point at twenty yards. Yep. And at thirty five yards, mm. and then also almost shot a really good buck. Um, two mornings ago, and then I saw another bigger. Like it's just, it's a good spot, you yeah. know. And it's like you have to do some of that like so called stupid stuff to find those little honey holes or those good spots yeah. or you can run trail cameras or whatever but another thing i'm figuring out and this has nothing to do with that topic is that if i was hunting my property just off of trail camera data right now i would be i wouldn't be hunting there at all but nighttime picks and nighttime picks and they're not even that many yeah. you know there's that that big six points been there twice at night once late in the evening but he's not consistent at all but uh if i have set a morning and evening hunt over there, I've seen a shooter deer on the property. Maybe I should hunt my property because I, I ain't seeing nothing. I know, dude. Trail <laughs> cameras can be somewhat deceiving, and I kind of wonder, and we've talked about that before, but I kind of wonder if, um, like, setting them up over the corn pile or food source or whatever is cool, but you just aren't getting the whole story because mm-hmm. then things don't always just stop right there, especially yeah. this time of year. Yeah. So, anyways, uh-huh. that's, uh, that's kind of a stupid spot. Uh, thoughts You have any other thoughts On stupid spots here uh, I about shot a buck In Illinois On a stupid spot Did you uh, yeah, I remember you nearly Shot on, that deer On Thanksgiving I was sitting I thought it was A pretty smart spot Why was it stupid Well remember it was, I was telling you How it was close To the parking lot I oh, could literally yeah. see My jeep from My uh, st- That's cool. stand location Yeah that's pretty stupid But it's I a mean blue Jeep Wrangler right Yeah Yeah Jeep yeah. Wrangler Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> To the south of me Was some ag fields And I had south winds And just the only spot that made sense that morning was where i was kind of yeah and i had a tree line that goes to that ag field and i was just kind of hoping that they'd go to that ag field at night and then come back down on that tree line uh-huh. uh back to where i was and i had i was sitting there and then a little spike came in and i was i was like, oh, i'm gonna shoot this deer <laughs> and uh he came in, but then got like spooked out for for some reason. I was like, "Well, that's weird." And then all of a sudden, a bigger deer, pretty good sized shooter, came barreling barreling in there, and uh, I just couldn't get myself turned around right for a right shot. But it about went down in a dump spot. Dead gummit. Mm. It would have been the easiest job to go get him. And <laughs> oh, that would have been so cool. Ugh. Yeah, those are those are fun. I'm telling you, man, it's a. Uh, I think that we over value or however you want to say it we put too much weight on roads and parking areas and stuff like that especially roads man deer don't give a hoot about a road Mm-mm. hardly ever unless they get road hunted and that's mm. the, then you know if you got a place that they're used to getting shot at or something but otherwise like the deer in my property are crossing the county road daily mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of places are like that um urban so or hard rural. for me to get rid of that I know, but I mean, think about your hunt in Iowa. Right there, you could see. I mean, you watched them cross the road. Yeah, that's how. That's when I first saw them. They were (laughs) crossing the road. (laughs) You know, it's 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 weird, man. With the world of YouTube too, I kind of feel like more people are starting to go back further in places. Mm -hmm. And I feel like ten years ago, people probably did hunt right off parking lots and roads. Oh yeah. But now, with just so much knowledge out there now, I feel like people are starting to go back. Way oh, yeah. in there and overlooking those spots. Man, when it's good point. not ruddy feeling, though, it is so hard for me yeah. to not go far in you there. You know, it, <clears throat> in Texas, it's not for me anymore, I don't think, because 
how many times do we have trail camera pictures of some dude in orange walking around a mile and a half back in there? You know, like yeah, it's like too many. Uh, it's not worth spending all that extra time and effort to go that far in there if you're just going to encounter pressure again. You just instead need to find the the holes and the little spots, you know, that that do work, and then. Um, do work, baby. At the same time, how how often do we bail off in there? Because okay, you, Tyler and I have talked a lot about this, but in 2013, I was hunting 1.7 miles from the parking lot consistently, like mm. way back in somewhere, and mm. having some good good hunts. It was so good. Um, I have been back in there scouting that same stuff recently. Uh, three cell cameras, a couple of ladder stands, and a couple screw ins and some other trees that some guys left. I bet you, I know. Who some of that stuff is? I bet I do too. You know, and it's just like, okay, like Eric's saying in the world of YouTube, everybody's getting all this confidence about bailing off in somewhere, carrying way too much stuff back in there and leaving it and forgetting about it. But still, it's like, um, I don't know. It might almost be good for us because it's uh, kind of evening out the pressure somewhat. Yeah, you just find the find the holes, do you some good scouting, you know, and figure things out. But. uh I don't know. Stupid spots work, and I think that uh, it's worth getting creative sometimes because, um, you know, honestly, uh, that's what killed both of us deer in Kansas this year is getting creative and doing what – not that the spot was stupid, but the approach was stupid mm-hmm. because how many times did we have we not killed a deer on the ground? <sighs> Unlimited. Right? Unlimited. Yeah. It, as many as opportunities as they were, we hadn't done it. And yep. this year we <clears throat> did it twice in three days. Yeah. So uh, it's something that – can be done. Um, yeah. So, with all that being said, this week, y'all decided to go do something um, that wasn't stupid, stupid. at all. It's very smart. <laughs> but um, So smart. You did quite a bit of the bailing off deep stuff, right? Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know about this federal government we got, right? Mm. They like to spend more than they make. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. That's what we did this week. They actually week. don't make anything. They <laughs> steal a lot, but they don't make anything. That's right. They, they spend more than they steal. <laughs> Uh, we spent more than we make this week. <laughs> oh, we got destroyed, man. Um, we, uh, we hunted some stupid spots this week. Um, we went to Arkansas and we hunted, um, several different spots through the state and we hunted different varying habitats from really pretty gnarly hill stuff to river bottoms and everything in between you know kind of upland oak stuff that we see a lot around here even you know Mm -hmm. it looks very similar and we spent five days hunting um, and we saw deer from the stand on two hunts and one of those hunts it was one cruising buck that we got had in our lives for all of 90 seconds Shut the mouth running in oh he was in <laughs> he, was, he was 23 yards you know came yeah. right by us just like i wanted it but he was a you know one horn year and a half year old and, and i was a tough deer to shoot yeah i just thought man we need a three-year-old to do that mm-hmm. but uh i think i learned a lot i think i have a lot of um information to kind of go on if i want to go back which i think i do want to go back at some point i don't know if it'll be next year or later this year or in a couple years or whatever but um 
it was it was a struggle, man. And I think I think a big part of it was uh, getting to learn a new kind of a couple new kind of habitats. I think um, you know, I mean, I, I listened to some podcasts um, about hunting hill country mm-hmm. because it's not something we have a whole lot of experience with. And um, you know, outside of Iowa, I don't know if I've really hunted too much hills. I guess Nebraska this year was pretty hilly where I killed, but. Um, I wanted to kind of get some thoughts from, you know, some of these people who spend a lot of time doing it. And I, I spent some time listening and I think that, um, maybe, it, you know, helped the first time, the first, uh, hunt we had deer blow at us, but we never saw them. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, you know, got our wind fun. in the hills. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but like, you know, I just, I spent some time there trying to learn how to hunt that stuff, um, which I think was valuable. I think there's some some takeaways, you know. You and I really started to think about things, especially in that type of country, as like um, just not giving yourself the most favorable wind because you're probably not going to be able to kill a deer that's coming directly opposite the wind. But it could happen. I I am almost doing my best to not do that anywhere anymore. Because I think that if you're going to go out of state, like there is – always this level of aggression that you have to have we call it cautiously aggressive or whatever what do we say we call it you know i don't knowledgeably knowledgeably aggressive that's right um and you have to do things on a five-day trip that are slightly edgy Mm -hmm. you know you can't go on five-day trips and just sit the most conservative sit the whole time and expect to kill a deer. Mm-hmm. You could kill a deer, but um, your odds are pretty low. Whereas, yeah. if you're a guy who hunts your home property and that's what you're going to do all year, yeah, sit conservative sits, have fun, see a does at 100 yards every sit, and you know, you know, sit 13, you're liable to have the big deer walk by. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't go out of state, set up on hunter perfect wins every time and expect to kill a deer yeah it's just not gonna happen I think, yeah i think i think it i think it can happen yeah, yeah and i know can. we've seen it happen and I, but i think like if you're trying to put the odds in your favor mm-hmm. um hoping that you know like a buck may move into a wrong wind you know once a week say mm-hmm. i don't know if that's an accurate fact or whatever but like it's say the average mature buck moves into a wrong wind like once a week or once every three days or whatever well if you're there for five days like, you could miss it. You and know what I mean? Here's here's another question. How, for what distance is he going to actually tolerate yeah, that? Yeah, not he, a long ways, yeah, probably. I don't think so. I mean, I think he's going to do it to, like, get from point A to point B to maybe go get a better smell at these does. Yeah. Or in the case where there's literally only one destination food source, mm-hmm. and, and there's only one way he beds. There's a real good chance he waits till after dark to do it. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you have to find the, the staging before it, or yada, yeah, yada. Yeah, yeah. So, um, anyway, we, tr- we were thinking about that when we were talking about, like, you know, hunting these hills. The issue is, I don't know where they're coming from in the hills necessarily either. So, like, yeah. where are they at night? Who knows? You know, how are they? So, you know, we spent time, we hunted a bowl uh, or bowls. We hunted the bottom of the creeks. We hunted uh, north-facing stuff, we, um, assuming that it would be doe bedding, you know. Um, in the hotter weather. And that um, was one of your better hunts, right? That's yeah. the hunt that you thought you heard buck chasing does. That was when we got blown at. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, we hunted top of ridges. We hunted a place, dude, the last day we were in the hill stuff. 
we hunted a place that was just like, I mean, it was like, you know, if you could take two ridges and make an X out of them and just put me right on the X, it was there. And we, we had to, we were blowing down probably the shortest of the ridges. We were blowing our wind down that and kind of down into this little cut, you know, whatever. I mean, it should have been good, dude. Um, <clears throat> and we didn't see anything. We didn't even see a squirrel, you know. Saw it was a beautiful. Trail camera, and that was Saw it. a trail camera there. Yep, it was X marks the spot for the trail what camera. What was on it? I didn't look. Oh, dead gum. <laughs> I know. I know. There's people yelling at me over that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You better not check guys' trail cameras. That's all right, guys. Haven't done it this year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we you know spent time doing that. We did uh, once we moved. We hunted stuff. Um, we hunted uh, water. We hunted. Uh, like I said, uh, more kind of northeast Texas looking stuff where it's uh, uh, greenbrier thickets and down trees and oaks. Uh, a lot of like smaller acorn oaks, you know, like swamp oaks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, and some southern reds and stuff. Um, and th- those were our best hunts. There were southern reds down there? I, yeah. That's I mean, cool. I would, that's what I'd call them. They had pretty decent sized acorns and they looked like southern reds. Yeah. Um, Interesting. There. What was the acorn you brought home again? Um, I forgot I brought those home. I brought a bunch of overcups. Yeah. There was a bunch uh-huh. of those. Yeah. Um, and they were, we hunted a grove of those that was just dropping all morning. They just top, top, top. You know, like. That's cool. It was big acorns just falling out of the tree all morning. Didn't see nothing except for a bunch of ducks that morning. Um, we hunted, you know, uh, ri- like. Uh, buck brush thickets i mean we we hunted all kinds of stuff and we we ran into you know there's some of the stuff that we hunted was you know foot traffic only some of it uh there was they allowed four wheelers in certain areas on trail you know Mm -hmm. and um we ran into so so many issues with like unmarked four-wheeler trails and stuff that was just it was just so frustrating dude but we had we had bad weather all week man i mean it was literally 70 to 80 degrees all week mm-hmm. um and you know like i was wearing like one to two jackets in the morning and being okay and i'm i run pretty cold mm-hmm. so yeah i mean there was like i think um we learned a lot about how um to hunt from some of the people we talked to and stuff in the area but I wouldn't say that I learned a lot about how to hunt from my own experiences. I learned a, maybe more about how not to hunt. You were joking. Valuable. You were joking the other day about on X's. Actually, the X is for eliminating spots. <laughs> That's right. It's not for marking. <laughs> so, it's for eliminating. No, so we used we used on X a lot this this week, and we didn't have great service a lot of times. So using that offline feature was nice. I was able to save a ton of maps on the way up. And what's really cool is I think they've shrunk the size somehow of their uh, maps yeah, that you save offline. Way faster. So it downloads way faster, and we were able to get the things we needed really quick. <laughs> how many? T- <laughs> how many times have we been heading to a destination oh. and been like, "Oh shoot, we need to download the map," and yep. then like you're trying to get it downloaded while you're on a hill before you drop it? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Dude, map, map scout challenges the first year. Oh, we were like, "My goodness, oh, yeah, yes." So it, it was it was nice, and I was able to use that, and that was a that was a big thing, you know. Eric was talking about like you know how people are hunting further back in these days maybe and stuff and I think a big part of that is also on X you mm-hmm. know like in apps like that I mean I can go offline and I can walk 
you know, I just I would walk with my map out almost consistently because I wanted to walk the straightest line back to the truck. A because I'm hacked that I'm having to walk <laughs> and didn't see a deer, you know. Yeah. And B because you know we can get out of there quick and efficiently. And you know, used to you had to kind of use markers or you know um, tacks and tacks in the trees yeah. or whatever you know to to get out of there. And so um, now you can you know you can see everything. And we were able to adjust on the fly too. Like I didn't have to just. Um, like we got in the last, yesterday was our last day. We get in to this spot. Like I get off this four wheeler trail. That was another unmarked old four wheeler trail. And I go down in and we're trying to cross this swamp and Eric's boots are about two inches too short, you know? (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) no, uh, we, we were getting, we really were getting, like I got almost, almost put my foot on my boot got wet almost at one point and eric i was like man he he and i turned around we were sitting there taking a break because i was sweating my head off and <laughs> eric goes it's gonna be kind of hard to get a deer out of here and i was like you right let's turn around <laughs> so uh, we turned around you know at that point because i thought man like if you put 40 pounds on my back right now i'm going i'm getting wet for sure y'all were in sled country he needed a little yeah. you know what them duck hunters carry around yeah you know yeah because yeah. I mean, where we were, we were trying to get to this little peninsula that was like we were going across the swamp, and we'd have left ninety nine percent of people at that point, and it would have been a good win, and we weren't able to, we weren't able to get across, and so we had to adjust from there. And I'm not saying that my adjustment was good because we didn't see any deer, but we, well, we did. Doe. We busted a doe on the way right right Hot before dog, we got fellas. there. Way to um, go! We didn't see any deer while hunting. Uh, we were walking. And How important are moral victories to you on a that, like was, that was uh, an important one for uh, till shooting light was over. Yeah. And then it was like, I don't give a <laughs> about that right there. I was so daggone mad last night. Um, but I was very happy that I was getting a shower for the first time in several days because mm-hmm. we, I mean, if you can imagine uh, hiking camera gear and, you know, pla- uh, saddle platforms and sticks into these places that are, I mean, that hunt that hunt yesterday was a short walk and a straight line was like eight forty, which is a half mile. Ooh. And that's so, tough, no shower. Like I've done the no shower in Nebraska we got kind of funky. Yeah. But like the other day I hunted I you know, slept in the truck for five days and hunted without a shower. Didn't take a shower, I got home. It didn't matter. Yeah. Because it was twenty five at night and sixty in the daytime at the hottest, yeah. you know, so it's like you're fine. It was but you go down there in the swamp country and it's eighty five and you're doing that. Dude, oh, we man. were I was this is nasty, but I went to sleep with wet underwear a couple times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, that's the worst. Yeah. Uh just not fun, you know, yeah. just sweating, man. So I, it was nice last night. I was kind of relieved to go get in a hotel. That was one mm-hmm. thing that made me feel better. But we got a hotel and got showered up. But I mean really just yeah, you know, I I don't know. I th- I think about I was thinking about it last night because I'm like, man, I kind of got nostalgic thinking about things at the end of the hunt, you know. And I was like, you know, our, my the Jones side of my family is from Arkansas, and they came over, and I'm sitting here like looking out into the woods, right at this point, thinking about this stuff. And they they came over and landed in North Carolina, and then from North Carolina they migrated west and ended up in Arkansas. And until my dad, um, they were in Arkansas in a little town called Patmos, uh, which isn't even a town anymore, I don't think. Um, and anyway, so my dad grew up in Longview 
and but like spent a lot of time up there, right, mm-hmm. in Patmos in the summers and stuff with his cousins and you know grandparents and stuff like that. And I was just thinking, man, you know, about that. And I was thinking, like, this. I'm looking out at the woods. I'm like, man, when when my relatives showed up, this is kind of probably what it looked like. And they're just out there in the woods. They just, just decided to live there. They're just living, Golly. you know. And so I'm just like. I'm thinking about it, and it's kind of crazy to think about how simple things were. They didn't have Onyx. They didn't have nothing. They just, you know, <laughs> made their way, you know? Dude, we deliberate so hard about how to find, a, like, a spot to spend the next four hours. Imagine what it would feel like yeah. with your stuff in this wagon. You know, wagon. Your wife and three kids are in there, and you're like, Mm, should I put my house there or should we go over the next hill? <laughs> yeah. You talk about stress. I golly. know, I know, man. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, and I was thinking about also just like the simplicity of life back then and how cool that, that could be too, mm-hmm. you know, how good that could be. And, um, and, you know, thinking about the generations, like I, I, the only person that I knew, or I guess I knew, so I knew my dad's grandmother, who's my great grandmother. And, uh, my dad's dad and his brother, and they all grew up there, you know, in the Patmos area and lived there. And my, my dad's dad and his brother moved to East Texas. And that's, um, so like there was only my great grandmother living there and, you know, she pretty much lived and died there and, uh, pretty much in the hope area. And, um, you know, I was just like, man, thinking about, her, I only have a few memories of hers uh, of being there for you know you go see relatives like that when you're young twice a year you mm-hmm. know whatever around holidays, and I was thinking man it's just crazy I don't know all this I don't even know how this all like ties in but I was thinking also about how like man in just like two generations like you're forgotten everything mm-hmm. everything that you ever did. Um, you know, there's only a few Henry T. Fords out there, right? Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are just a bunch of no-name Joes that, like... <laughs> we are butt dust, right? That's it, <laughs> That's man. how the scripture goes, right? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, really, like, you're, you're... I mean, after your grandkids pass on, probably not. nobody's going to even think about you. Yeah. Nobody's even literally going to think about you hardly. And so, like, you know, I was thinking about, like, the legacy that we carry, and everybody wants to, you know, everybody wants to have this power and fame and like have a legacy and create something, do something well for the earth and all this and that, man. And that's, those are good messages. I think, uh, I don't think they're necessarily well intended all the time, but like it's, it's good thoughts. Um, but really what matters, man, um, I know that you know exactly what I'm, where I'm going with this, but what matters and where you won't be forgotten is where you end up after you die. Right. Yeah. And so, um, I was just thinking how grateful I was just to be there uh, and, you know, endure something that was difficult for almost a week and to be able to, um, you know, fi- I was, you know, I, you and I think about this a lot, like how do we, how do we glorify God in the, in the losses, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause I, you know, not to sound arrogant or anything, but like I have not had an out of state tag since Nebraska of 2020 in September that I didn't fill at some point during the season in the last two years. And so, I don't know if I go back to Arkansas and get a chance to fill that one this year. It doesn't feel like it. And so it was tough for me to not fill that tag. Mm-hmm. I I know that it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of blessing to be able to kill a deer and come back in, as a non-resident with one. But 
Um, I also, you and I both are this way. When we make a plan and we deliberate for that four hours that we're going to be in a stand and we're like, oh, what do we do? What do we do? Mm-hmm. Like when we come up with a plan, there are a lot of times we think, I mean, there are times when like we think this is might be a stupid spot or whatever. It's probably not going to work. But a lot, there are most of the time probably that you and I kind of expect to, to kill a deer mm-hmm. every time, you know? And like every time we go somewhere, we're like, we expect to kill a deer. Yeah. It, just because we're we're putting everything into it that we can. Why and would like, you not though? You know, like know. If, if you don't expect to kill a deer, go to a place you expect to kill a deer. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just, that's where, where we're at, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, we're trying to, we're trying to kill a deer. And that's what the fun, like I told uh, Tony Peterson this, I was on the wired to hunt podcast recently. And most, or a lot of you guys probably listened to it. Um, I told him, I love hunting, but, there's only one moment really where I'm shaking out of control and it's after I shoot a deer. Mm-hmm. It's not while I'm sitting there thinking about, Hmm, I'll, I wonder if a deer's going to come down that Unless trail or this 15. trail. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. For real. But I mean, really like I, I was yeah. like, that's, I like shooting deer. Man. I will say it. I don't, I know it may not be the most popular message. These days. I like shooting deer, man. I know dude. It's crazy. Remember the, the little forky that came in and you, I, you got this big <laughs> grin on your face and you're like, should I shoot it? I was, like, I, shoot it? Dude, I was hoping he would be like, yeah, you should dude. Cause there was like a thick butterball Arkansas <laughs> forky just Wish sitting there at 23 broadsides. I was like, dude, this is a rip shot. Should I shoot him? Like I can, that's like, <laughs> he won't go anywhere. He won't go anywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah. But of course, at that point we were literally over a mile back in and I'm yeah. like, hmm. I don't know. You and I have been there before yep. uh, on a deer. It's like, should we shoot that deer? It's like, man, it, it's a long way out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of came in here for something a little bit bigger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's that's true, man. And but, it's, a, anyway. it's a good point. I had something I really want to talk about off of that, but I can't remember what it was. <sighs> Sorry, what man. Just, what all did we just talk about? You talked about... Just legacy and yeah. um, basically, you know, that, uh, you know, if you... Uh, you know, well, I guess we we went into talking about a little bit more about the uh, aspects of the hunt that I enjoy, and mm-hmm. you know, but really just the fact that uh, everybody kind of wants to have this. Like, uh, I mean, a lot of people listen to this would like to be known as the big buck killer, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, granted that that does feel good when somebody says something uh, praises you about your big buck killing, but it satisfies the flesh. And mm-hmm. um, there are other things, man, that are worth a lot more. And like I said, that you you can. Uh, uh, count on there being something somebody who cares about you and knows about you for a long time like i said we're is uh on this earth it does not take long i Mm -hmm. I mean i i just i can remember my great-grandmother she lived i think she was like 90 i mean she was she lived a long time but um i don't remember a whole lot about her and i was never old enough to know a whole lot about her actual like personality and characteristics other than of course she was a sweet lady to her grand great grand grandkids mm-hmm. you know but like i didn't know anything you else kind of almost really. got to be sweet when you're 90 yeah. if you're mean when you're 90 ain't nobody doing nothing for you no. <laughs> so you're, no. you gotta look. sit in the nursing home and die <laughs> not saying that she wasn't you know naturally yeah. sweet but no just, yeah 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 but yeah i mean it just i don't know i, I was just thinking about that yeah. and trying to like trying to figure out like i don't know that's the best thing about sitting in a stand, man, is you get to reflect and think about like what is what is life actually for? What is it worth? What do, what do you do mm-hmm. with it? And um, you know, why am I here? The insignificance is pretty uh deafening sometimes when you can go out there and sit in a tree and then like you see uh squirrel making his way 
and just he's never seen a human before. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, um, how am I any different from that? You yeah. know, like I I am just a piece of dirt on this earth, pretty much. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Well, I, I feel like there's the uh, the you know first player syndrome or real you know what I'm talking about where it's like you think you're the main character main character syndrome, and uh, you, a lot of us feel that way. I think almost everyone at some point kind of has a little bit of that. But like, dude, we might think what we're doing is important, but um, there's seven th- billion some, of you. <laughs> somebody, there's there is a there's. 8,000 people in equipment that don't even know who I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And that's just the town over. Yeah. You know? So it's like, it don't matter. No. You know? No. Like that, that what you accomplish here just doesn't matter. No. no it doesn't no. matter at all. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, I think, I think you're right. Like when you're talking about, you know, affecting the world with change and stuff, you know. Is that with an A or an E? Um, that is A. <laughs> That's an A. Are, are you pretty confident about the yeah. usage of those words? I'm fairly confident. I have confident. a hard time. I yeah. avoid using effect and affect in sentences. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm serious. Yeah. What about a part and a part? Uh, I can do that pretty good. <laughs> good. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, yeah. um, that one's a struggle for some people for a sure. A lot in a lot is a, is a struggle for people too. One of those isn't actually a, a word, I don't think. A lot? Yeah. Like combined? Yeah. I, what's the difference in a lot and a lot? I don't know. I, I think they're the same. They mean the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're actually a word. But it's one of those things because culture can actually create a word. We've talked about this. Right? I mean, ain't is is there? Yeah. Right? Like, you know what else? It was not a word until ESPN started using it a bunch. Was physicality? It was really? Actually, not technically a word until. Uh, but now I believe it is in the dictionary. I think now. there's a couple things in that ESPN or sports have created words about. Right? Like, uh, uh, one's a combination of words. Right? So kind of like the guesstimation thing or whatever. Oh like, yeah. But it's a it's a different one that ESPN uses that they made a word. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah. But yeah, the, like culture defines language. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it is what it I think is. We should have a linguist on this podcast sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. You remember? <laughs> Who was it? Corey Jacobson. Right after that, that <laughs> film linguist came. We out. should. I forgot about that. That was such a big. That was like the. That was like the last hurrah for like epic films from the companies of Sika, Matthews, and Yeti. Pretty yeah, much. Pretty much. It, yeah. feels, it felt. It felt like it at least. And now was everybody's like, a, like, let's run this POV cam and run through the woods. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's completely opposite. It's oh. just like clothes, right? You know, that's it. You're either wearing high waisted or super low waisted. That's right, dude. You know? Yeah, that's it. You're Which one wearing, do you prefer? Uh, your wife. My wife wear? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> I can't go there. <laughs> can't go there. Uh, <laughs> Pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. <laughs> I do. My dad loved that song. Uh, American Idol, which is no longer running. It went really? 20 years. Can you believe that? Dang, they um, cut it off on the... That's right. I think Paula finally took too many uh, drugs. But... Um, <laughs> So, uh, I do want to hit on something you did say while I go about how, like, we feel like we're going to kill a deer. Um, it takes a lot of, um, personal gusto or whatever you want to call it to get let down that much. You know what I'm saying? Because if you go in feeling like you're going to kill a deer, say, how many times are you going to sit in the stand this year? 80? Uh, probably over and under, right? I mean, if I'm most of these hunts, I'm setting a stand twice a day. Mm-hmm. So if you want to count that as a two in one day, 
I would say easy 80. Yeah. To be let down 78 of the last 80 times <laughs> that you've thought that. No, no, no. You've killed 40 or four this year. Uh, yeah. I'm 78. You're 76. So the last 70. Same thing. Yeah. 76 <laughs> out of 80. Yeah. You've been let down that many times. Yeah. Which, I, you know, I guess you could throw caveats in there where like you have close encounters or whatever. But have you had a close encounter with a shooter buck that you didn't shoot? I don't think so. I don't think you have either. I mean, you've I seen don't the, see him. You don't see him. Don't see him. Yeah, but he wasn't in range, right? Oh uh, yeah, no, he wasn't. Oh range. no, he wasn't yeah. in range. <clears throat> I've had shooters in range and not got shots this year, but like that's mm. that you can kind of have those as caveats. But like overall, still kill or not kill, seventy six out of the uh, out of eighty sets, you've had a super big letdown on something you thought was going to be good. You have to uh, be constituted a certain way to be able to deal with that type mm-hmm. of. Um, it's not rejection, but it's like a yeah, a, you know, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like that type of. Uh, but rejection denial. would be the same feeling. Yeah, um, you're being denied of something you thought so you had. I'm not. So I think you are naturally. Uh, optimistic and able to deal with that a little better. Used to be, and then I started hanging out with you more. So yeah. now you're rubbing off on <laughs> me. Now we're good. just a bunch of losers. Uh, I'm the worst. Uh, so <laughs> no. Romans three. <laughs> um, so <laughs> okay. it's your Calvinist background. That's what it is. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, Calviny. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, but I think that where I am able to deal with it, uh, A, is you've rubbed off on me. <laughs> We've met in the middle somewhere. Yeah. And B, I think uh, all the music stuff over the years helped me because dude, I can't tell you how many sen- emails I've sent that like just either no response when I know they seen it. And mm-hmm. like these tiny venues, like, yeah. come on, pay me $400, you know, and for the whole band and let's you know, just let me play a show on the way yeah, to Lubbock I'll, or something. You know a, what I mean? I'll like, take a net zero just for the publicity. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Or just to, yeah. to have a practice, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, and then I've had you know, other times where people have just said, no, we, uh, we don't really like what you're doing or whatever. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, thanks. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm yeah. Glad. I don't, you know, it's like, uh, well, not everybody liked Metallica either, you know? Yeah. So, but not that Metallica, but anyway, I think that has helped me that, uh, years of that gave me the ability because I don't think I would have dealt with uh, this kind of like. Had we come up with a term? It's not rejection, but um, uh, uh, defeat or defeat. Uh, it's not. I it's said, not really defeating because it's not cat and mouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not. He's not scared. <laughs> yeah, uh, I said denial because you're kind of getting denied of what you thought was yeah a, a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think I've been able to deal with that better. I wouldn't naturally be able to do that very well. Mm-hmm. Eric, you're uh, you're not a new hunter at this point in time, but you're newer yeah. than we are. Like we grew up doing it. You know, mm-hmm. um, that's. I mean, playing. Sp- you were quite the athlete growing up, right? So like, you probably are used to losing a little bit, not too much, because you. When like all the passing records and stuff, right? Yeah, but, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, like a G over here. But like, how do you feel about <clears throat> that concept of like knowing that, uh, you know, ninety five percent or plus the times that you're going to go out and feel good about something, it's going to be bad. It's it's been pretty tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's been tough battling yeah. that because I've been let down for four years, four yeah. or five years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part of it's that place you hunt. 
Yeah. That's tough country, <laughs> it's dude. tough, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of pressure. There's other places in Illinois that you could have more success for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to be scouting some new places next yeah, year. Yeah, I'm thinking like uh, should call the Drury's up and see if they can let you yeah. at their place, mm-hmm. man. They Maybe seem no, they seem to have a little no, better success. The juries do not need to know Eric exists. Okay, <laughs> for real. This boy over here playing dominoes with my coins. <laughs> no, that's that guess who game. <laughs> I, uh, um, George Washington. <laughs> Clue. You ever play Clue? Oh yeah, dude. I used to love Clue. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. You Colonel know, Mustard. I like the I like the games of. Uh, um, what there's games of chance and there's games of like intelligence or yeah. whatever. I'd, strategy type strategy. Yeah. I'm big on strategy. Did you like yeah. Risk? Never played Risk. Ooh, Risk is a good one. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. I liked Monopoly, which is uh, pretty boring to tell you the truth. But you ever play cards much? Yeah. Do you? What kind of? What's your favorite card games? Mm, uh, this is like you like hold them better than blackjack. Uh, I don't like any. I don't like poker that much. Really. Oh. Yeah. I like um, go fish. And um, stuff. <laughs> Like the, yeah. No, actually, my favorite card game is ERS. You remember ERS? It's where you're sounds all like, sounds like something. There's a medical condition. Yeah, for. it's where you all have you just pass all the cards out, and then you, everybody starts laying them down. And you slap doubles. You know what I'm talking I about? I think I've heard. We of played it. that in, in middle school and high school a lot. Yeah, and now we play it in youth group a lot. It's not really a card game, but you use cards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But as far as strategy games, uh, spades. I've played spades a yeah, little bit. I know some it's kind of like, like forty two. Yeah, um, yeah. And I like forty two a lot. Yeah. So I liked. Uh, we started playing this <clears throat> this game that uh, Kaylee's cousin and uncle brought home from Elk Camp. We call it Kings and Peasants. Some I've people, heard of that. People, Maybe I'll try to introduce this to yeah, you. Yeah, probably. There's a there's a more crude term for it. Some people yeah. call it, but it's ERS uh, is an acronym for a worse term. <laughs> good. So, yeah. Good. Yeah. That's <laughs> card games typically get that way. Yeah. But uh it's it was really fun. We've been playing we had been playing that last year or so. And then uh I played a lot of Hold'em in high school with uh over at your boy Cody mm-hmm. Cody's house with him and his brother and some other people. We used to we used to play for some, you know, twenty bucks or whatever, you know, yeah. twenty dollar buy in or whatever and had some fun, some late nights over there. For I usually sure. had more fun instead of gambling with mo- monetary things, gambling with like humility, uh, like humiliation type yeah. things. You know, like, like shave hey, your head kind of thing. Yeah, if you lose, <laughs> you got to go <laughs> pull your pants down and walk across parking lot or whatever. We, yeah. we had a deal like that. I can't even remember the situation, uh, and I'm gonna definitely keep the names uh, you know, under wraps. <laughs> but somehow yeah. or another, <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> okay. he, he was around, but he wasn't in the car. <laughs> One of our buddies had to drive from the square in Sulphur Springs out to where Sonic used to be and turn around and come back um, with their pants down. <laughs> and the only way, I don't know why, you know, it's kind of like, well, you're in the car, but um, we sent another guy with him to make sure. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so both of these guys, one, the driver. It's like, please don't get pulled over. Oh, he got pulled over. Oh, no. He got pulled over. Oh, no way. <laughs> Did he pull his pants up? Um, the officer made him step out of the car. Oh. And. Ooh. Yeah. With and his pants down yeah, completely? Yeah, pants down. <laughs> Yes. Pants on the ground. I think it was probably uh, I'm going to embarrass this teenager to where he never does anything wrong ever again. <laughs> Had to step out with his pants down Damn. and then got to pull his pants up after that. Oh my yeah. goodness! And then lost the bet because he didn't make it all the way around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> worse. Pants down. Did that go the dash cam catch it? 
I don't know. That'd be That's pretty a good. Question. See it on cops one day. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Ooh, yeah. Gosh. Well, we well, don't do any of that kind of stuff with the element guys. Don't you worry. No, so. not since about 2006. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good days, man! You yep. can do stuff like that without people posting it on TikTok. Yeah, back then. nobody had. If you had a flip phone, you were special right, back dude. then. Yeah, I just wanted a razor so bad, and dude, I got a katana instead. It's weird, man. Like uh, flip phones were like, you know, the joke was in high school was like, oh, I don't have that kind of money. I ain't got a flip phone, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it became, if you had a flip phone, you were a loser because you didn't have an iPhone or right. whatever. Or yeah. I remember the first girl to get an iPhone in my high school, and I was like, why would I want my iPod to also be a phone? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then now, apparently, flip phones are like the cool thing again. Are they? It's like that you're in the cool club again, from oh, what I understand. Interesting. Yeah, it's like just the same thing. It's like high-waisted, low-waisted, high-waisted. That's it, man. What about... Um, the guy version of low waisted, high waisted is ankle socks versus calf socks <laughs> and versus no shows. Yeah, I think I'm going to be team no show for life. Oh, I like my no shows. I like no shows too. I, I wear these. Tall you wear ones. taller ones. I wear um, all of them. And yeah, I, I like the no shows, but I don't buy clothes for myself very often. Yeah, I just deal with it, and then my wife will be like, "Hey, you want a t-shirt?" <laughs> when she's out, and I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Or you want some socks? Sure. Mm-hmm. She'll come back with some peepaw-looking <laughs> dadgum over the ankle, but not high. Yeah. Like, I'm like, this is the worst socks, thing you could have got me. Socks and underwear are the two things that I can go to the store and buy for myself. My wife bought uh, me a bunch of these nice underwears that were on sale, and they're bad to the bone. What brand? So, I can't remember. They're like, apparently, like, normally like $30 yeah. a piece or something, and she bought a bunch of them that were like, I don't know, I felt like they were like... 50% off or whatever. I wear and ones a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and ones make some pretty good undies. I got Reebok. And, uh, Reebok's pretty good. I'm Reebok, on, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a, you call me hot sauce I was gonna, on the and one. <laughs> White chocolate. That's, that's it. I got and one socks. That's, that's it, dude. And one's got good stuff. I, got, I have some and one socks just like that. I have the same ones. Uh, who's the who's the uh, and one? Is he the same creator that created uh, uh, Sean John? I don't know. <laughs> Who's it? He's a, he's a shark. Puffy Combs? He's a shark. You talking about Puff Daddy? Uh, is it, it's Fubu. Isn't Somebody's it? yelling right now. I thought it was Fubu. Maybe it's Fubu. It's not Puff Daddy. No. No. Yeah, he, he is a shark. I forget his name though. What's his Damien or Damon? Yeah. yeah oh, something like that. whatever his name is. Yeah. 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 I think okay. it's Fubu. He created M One. I'm pretty sure too. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we talk, been, you we think N One is Puff Daddy? Or no. would you say Sean John? Yeah. I thought was Puff Daddy. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. Is it P Diddy? Yeah, it's he's all it's changed that stuff. a lot, Sean but it went Combs. back to like yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Sean comes like we're experts in <laughs> culture, <laughs> popular culture. Yeah, uh, oh, well, man. we hadn't talked about hunting in about ten minutes, so I guess it's probably about time <laughs> to wrap this up. This has been a, a little bit of a hangout podcast, guys, but there's some tactic in there, so I hope y'all enjoyed that part at least. Um, good time of year to buy a Christmas gift, yes. aka a Element T-shirt or hoodie. So uh, I hear. Word on the street is that there might be some hats coming around. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah. The stay, shirts are here. And the shirts are comfy, man. Like, we got some good good quality shirts. We Eric's wearing one right now. Yeah. Um, so, you can go to the Element website, which we need to update the inventory before people start buying Apparently some stuff. It's so. out of order or yeah. out of uh, uh, stock. But we've got, yeah, we still have some sweatshirts. We've got tons of shirts. Um, that would help us out tremendously with gas money and stuff like that. And um, 
what else? Oh, uh, KC's buck released um, this oh, yeah. week. So uh, the Kansas buck, eight-yard shot from the ground, spot and stalk. It's just so awesome. So a lot of people expressed interest in <clears throat> video of the shot anatomy, and we didn't video it because we were just really trying to get him – because it's starting to warm up a little bit. We're trying to get him gutted and, and gone. We did a shot anatomy on my 2020 mm-hmm. buck. Uh, but not this one. Um, so I thought that maybe we could, uh, maybe in the summertime, do an off-season video where maybe we draw some diagrams or whatever and show kind of what happens. Mm. I don't know, just a thought. But if you want more discussion on that, YouTube is not friendly to uh, blood and guts and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I don't really care to show you guts, but we understand that processing deer is a part of life. So if you if you care to at least talk about that kind of stuff, uh, the Facebook group, the Element DIY Hunting, is a pretty good spot for us to have, you know, the conversation because it's a private group, right? So mm-hmm. we can have conversations that you know not are bad, but just are more on the uh, hunter type mentality yeah, type. Not stuff. too many PETA members in that yeah. group. I actually, try to make sure there aren't. Uh, it's, it's a nice thing about being a uh, moderator or whatever they're yeah. called on Facebook that you can just uh, send people into oblivion if you want to. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Power Which, trip. <laughs> Facebook's about to become a new thing, right? Yeah, I don't know yeah. how much participation we're going to have in that. I don't know. Goes on. What it's is it? Meta. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's supposed to be like a a good way for you to put some uh, VR goggles on and never talk to a person again in mm. real life, dude. It's like <laughs> the people have not seen that movie. Uh, what was it? Is that robot movie? Nineteen eighty four, whatever. Yeah, no, that's a book. But I guess there are probably a couple of nineteen eighty four movies. But um, uh, Wally. Oh yeah, that's like straight up some stuff from Wally yeah, right there. I know. Yeah, that's it's weird, dude. Yeah, it's weird. It is, man. Um, I don't know. Yeah. But that's uh, something we can all do now is, is for now is get in that group and yeah. chat and stuff. It's been pretty fun. We yeah. talk a lot about some scouting stuff and good place to bounce some ideas off of people. So yeah. it's, it's a it's a friendly place. That's right. A couple of things we got coming up. Uh, we're gonna still we're still going hunting places and we're still you know making videos. Uh, we're gonna have more videos releasing from uh, my Kansas buck. Might put something out from Arkansas if you want to see. Um, a few deer, a couple turkeys, and several interviews <laughs> and ducks from Arkansas. Uh, let us know. Send us a message, and and uh, that'll give us an idea if anybody really wants to watch that. Um, also, you can send us a message or comment on the post that I just made today, um, which is December 4th. And there is a post of all of my Onyx pins on yeah. Instagram. So you can go look at all my pins. Um, on the entire United States map, and you can comment um, on it and say where you want us to go do like a kind of scouting get together uh, where we're going to get together and probably look at maps and we're going to talk about. I hate to call it a clinic because we're not like experts or whatever, but we're going to, it's a clinic where we get together all in one spot. We show you what we do. Maybe that gives you some ideas. It'll also be very open forum kind of discussion. It's like a thing. clinic with a more communist feel, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not so, us, but we. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so you can, it's like a Piggly Wiggly, man. It's that's employee it. owned, you know? That's it. So um, They don't exist anymore. <laughs> they do. In Arkansas. Yeah, yeah. we just saw one. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but that you can comment on that post, and you can let us know what state we should come to. Um, the states, the few states that get the most comments, is where we're going to end up going, probably. Because um, if you say 
uh, New Mexico, you are the only one. Okay, <laughs> you're the only one that lives there that knows us, probably. Yeah. Uh, Although, but, if you do know where um, some deer are in New Mexico, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> For real. We've seen uh, Florida quite a bit on here. Your boy, Missouri's uh, on there quite a bit, I think. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Misery, he said. Yeah. Um, so Florida, I don't know about that either, but there's a good chance that we could go down there is and catch some fish. Which one? There's a bunch. Oh. Jared, Jared the Larson soldier, from yeah. Onyx is one. So go to Florida? He said, you better check out Florida. Get out of here, Jared. I know. <laughs> I don't know what he's thinking, but um, he may just be trying to send us on a rabbit I think so. trail. But anyway, that's something that you can do as well. We're going to we're gonna be at a few uh, different um, shows this, this uh, I guess, early in 2022. Um, so if you are at any of the outdoor or hunting or bow hunting shows, um, expos, like NWTF, ATA, or anything like that, uh, let us know. Send us a message, and we'll uh, try to maybe hook up with you and see what's going on or yeah, whatever. kind of stinks. Uh, Dallas Safari <clears throat> Club and ATA are the same weekend, so mm-hmm. we won't get to see some of you local guys at that one because we, we we need to go to ATA for business purposes. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll try to make uh, some of the other Texas shows, uh, like the one down in Houston and stuff, the extravaganza and whatnot. Yeah, and that's another summer. thing. That reminds me we're going to do um, – a couple of we did a Texas uh, kind of get together at Hagerman National Wildlife Refuge last year, or actually it was like August I think mm-hmm. this year. Um, we're gonna do probably three of those type of deals this year. Maybe a little. Probably won't be doing the actual boots scouting too much. Uh, we'll be doing a little more of the just kind of get together, hang out, uh, get to know each other, and look at. Uh, e-scouting more mm-hmm. and so and then also look at some of the gear that we partner with you know and show you some cruiser saddles and um you know new cell cams and whatever else we're kind of working with this this coming year vectors the um, uh, vector arrows you know so we'll, we'll kind of we're going to come up with some a schedule <clears throat> for that but here in january and february try to leave that stuff open if you're interested and you're in maybe the houston area maybe the dfw area or maybe even like the uh, Austin I-35 corridor I-35 corridor in there somewhere mm-hmm. so um, you know be looking for that and uh, anything else announcement wise that sounds pretty good yeah. you're I would imagine that if my Kansas buck just came out there's probably another Kansas buck coming out pretty soon there should be mm-hmm. I so. uh, have not even put any of that on the timeline yet but I don't think there's a ton in between there uh-huh. that happened other than uh, me and Eric looking at two different giant bucks. <laughs> How could that happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, that that definitely happened. But um, so How many of those deer that y'all saw did Eric see? All of them. All plus, right, dude. Plus more. Where? Where? <laughs> Where? <laughs> Just about, a minute. Are we talking about Arkansas Kansas. or Kansas? Oh, okay. No, no I'm you, talking about Arkansas. Oh, are you? Yeah. yeah. He saw all of them, I all think. All right, dude. Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah. Of course, we yeah. had them all in bow range pretty much. <laughs> I mean, we were, in, we were in the spot. The first day we moved from the first spot. We were seeing, we saw nine deer, and I was like, oh, we are the best hunters in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. then we went we went uh, one for four or five the next four or five hunts. Yeah, it so. left your stuff there and then didn't, didn't see anything the next morning, right? We saw one. The that cruiser? was a little cruiser buck, yeah. yeah. And then decided to and leave there just, and go elsewhere? We decided to leave there, go elsewhere, and see zero deer <laughs> the rest of the trip. Oh, oh. But I'm glad to be home. I'm a little bit sore. Um, I'm glad to be back on the podcast, talking, chatting, hanging with you guys, man. It's been a while. Like I know it. We hadn't got to all three chat at the same time <laughs> much, and you guys are about to take off again here soon, and I think y'all are going to kill mm. a nice bug. Feeling like mm. it. I hope they uh, – man, I don't know. I'm getting these little doubtful thoughts running through yep. my head. <laughs> 
But I feel good about it. Yeah, you got it. It's just, it's December, and it's not November. But that doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's actually good. Because if you go up there and it's cold, there's going to be some eating deer. Yeah. They're going to want to eat, dude. I just am concerned that what I learned last time... Doesn't apply. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my concern. I can see that. But we're going to roll up there. We're going to hang us some military cell cams while we're there. And maybe get a little bit of up-to-date information, and that'll help us. Speaking of, I've been getting on that Multi-Mobile app and seeing only pictures of your bucks. And I'm mad about <laughs> Which it. Which never happens. <laughs> <laughs> I have no pictures all of Right them. now, the, uh, the little five-point that I watched all morning, he has been in there all day long. Like, mm-hmm. there's not a two-hour period that he hasn't visited that spot. Dang, he ain't giving them hogs I no rattled, chance. I rattled him in today, and I think he just he just – Knows that there's something going on there. Yeah, he's had that just mind, and he can't not. <laughs> yeah, Dude, that's funny. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping you guys have good luck. It is December, and so you know it's uh, the best month has passed. Mm-hmm. But dude, I killed with some rut action on December 28th last year. Yeah. So it can happen, man. And if you're listening, you know this is. There's a lot of dudes out there still hunting and still grinding and giving it a good shot and having a good time and having good hunts. I'll tell you and this. We get some cold weather. The best hunts I've had on Texas Public are far and away in December. Yeah. Uh, throughout my life. Really? So, yeah. I mean, hmm. think about back to uh, old, uh, what's that deer I missed in 2017? Scar. Yeah, Scar 16. 16. 16. Missed Scar in December. Yep. December yeah. 18th or 22nd, something like that. I think it was the 18th. I think it's, yeah. When I mean, we had good hunts all that month. Yeah. And uh, last year, like I had bucks all over the place in December and probably That's still right. plan on going over there and trying to do some of that. I just feel yeah. like some of those, the Texas stuff at least, like there's just like a, November is the time to see that extra age class deer a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. We still see like mostly two and three year olds at the right. biggest that time of year. I'll tell you what, by December 10th, I'm ready to rip on a three year old. Dude, sure. if it's legal, <laughs> it's like a, it's browns down. That's right. <clears throat> anyway, y'all just get out there and get after it if you still got tags to fill and you want to do it, man, because it's a good time of year. And like we we're saying, it, the rut may be over, but they're going to be feeding and they're going to be um, fairly consistent. And if you can get in there and not sit a stupid sit, and sit a smart sit mm-hmm. on some deer that are patternable, then you can kill a deer. So remember that, and remember, this is your element. Liberty. Market House has the cleanest, leanest, juiciest meat and seafood shipped to your home overnight. Expect the service of a local butcher and the convenience of a large supplier. Unlike many online butchers, you can grab just one meal's worth or lock in for a subscription box. Choose from grass-fed and grass-finished beef, American Wagyu, free-range poultry, grass-fed lamb, wild-caught king crab, seafood, and more. For 15% off your first order, use code COUNTRY at checkout. Just visit MarketHouse.com. That's M-A-R-K-E-T-H-O-U-S-E dot com. And use the code COUNTRY. You ever get that feeling the walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating you? You crave some wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe in a spot all your own. Well, head over to Land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, streams, you name it. Search by acreage. You can search by location. You can search by the kind of hunting and fishing you're dreaming of. Land.com 
It is where the adventure begins.